Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. Distracted means wildly excited or uncontrolled due to worry or fear. Unable to concentrate because of one is preoccupied by something worrying or unpleasant. Guilty. Uh-huh. And I have a feeling... I'm guilty. Martha was probably... And we will see it later to prove it, but my my, you would think that's not her normal behavior because it says but, and then that she was probably worried. And I'm going to go with her. She was worried of how she would be perceived. You're coming to my home. Is my home clean enough? Is my home good enough? Is my cooking good enough? Did I miss a cobweb? Are they going to see things that I don't see? Can you see the dust on my, yeah. on my TV? Yeah. We, she was getting so distracting that she was allowing her service to get in the way of worship. Service is great. Mm-hmm. When it's getting in distractive then you lose your focus. And most of the time, I just really want to defend Mar- you know, Martha and give her a hug, tell her it's going to be okay. Um, like I'm listening to you talk, and I'm literally cringing right now. So thank you for that, Anna. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I was the same Thanks way. That. And that's what we do. But that's what we do, don't <laughs> This we? is what I yeah. texted you. This is what I sent the text earlier <laughs> thinking, I don't know how you survived this. I don't this. either. <laughs> I'm because I'm like, making yeah. it right now. Yeah, that's me. And I am. I constantly worry about how people will perceive me. And this is what Satan does. I do too. Are they really going to know that you follow Jesus by the way, like that? You got to work harder. You got to work 10 times harder because you got to prove that Jesus is in your life. And I'm over there trying to kill myself, not literally, but working because I'm afraid that somebody's going to look at me and go, oh, they're not a follower of Jesus because they don't work hard enough. Blending in too much to the world. Yeah. And and then that's going to be, so I got to work 10 times harder and, and be 10 times nicer, you know. Not nicer, because we're supposed to be nice, but I mean, like, give in. You know, I was half in tears the other day at work because it's like, I'm doing other people's jobs, and I can't get my job out of the way. Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, it, but at the same time, you know, you're sitting there going, but why do I do that? Oh, that's right, because everybody knows you're the Christian, or is I'm pretty sure that one guy thinks I'm a religious nut. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I mean... <laughs> As long as you don't think I'm carrying around poisonous snakes in my backyard to see if yeah. it bites me or not, we're okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, but I think she was really concerned about how she would perceive. She's got a. Is that what a religious nut does, Anna? They carry around snakes in their backyard. If they say it's to get closer to God, yeah, well, I would call it. But somebody else might think not at all. <laughs> Let's say this: I'm not going to go do that. <laughs> I will respect a snake. I see a poisonous snake. I go, hey, bud, I'm going this way. You go that way. Yes, please don't let us know what you do in your backyard to re- to worship an, an ungod. We don't want to know. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we don't need a letter on that one. No, I'm good. I, I mean, just y'all can feel know. free to send us an email, but we'll pray for you. Yeah. Actually, I mean, that's a good like time out here. Like, if you ever need prayer, you need somebody to pray over you. Sure. I mean, give us a, you know, moderndayabigails at gmail.com. Send us an email. If you go to our the, the website, moderndayabigails.com, there's a place in there where you can mm-hmm. send us an email. Mm-hmm. And, and um, 
We'll answer it. I do look. Yeah, we'll we'll answer it. We'll, we'll get back to you. If you need a prayer, we'll type you out a prayer. Yep. Anyway, so back to this. Okay, so she was probably worried about how she was going to be received. How is... Oh, it, I do have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because this, this is the scripture I do meditate a lot at work on. Hebrews 4.16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. She had a need. She went boldly before the Lord. It's just that the words she chose were not the right words. She could have chosen very different words, mm-hmm. just like the guy at the city council meeting. He could have chosen very different words. If you're going to call out a mayor, you do it gracefully, not... Or privately. Or privately, not in their face. Mm-hmm. Told Raz a 10 bucks, somebody's going to get a phone call the next day saying apologizing for their behavior. They're just so passionate about what they're doing. You know, it's... Or they're fired. Raz like that, or they got fired. Right. <laughs> You've got more to talk about on this little sentence. Yep. Oh, which one? Uh, where it says, well. That oh, was- yeah. I'm getting down. Okay. okay. So that's what I was going to say. I mean, don't she, leave this out. This is good. She was bold, but she accused the Lord of not caring. But let's, like I said, let's be honest. How many times have we thought about that, about the Lord, that he didn't care about us? So. That he left us. Every time unfathomable, unfathomable tragedy hits, what's your go-to? Complete meltdown. Yep. And why, Lord? Why are you doing this? What are you doing? Are you not? Are you not? Do you not care? Do you not yeah. see what's happening? You, did yeah. you not hear my prayer at yeah. all, Lord? Because <laughs> what did I do wrong? I mean, I've done yeah. that one a lot. Lord, what am I doing wrong? Tell oh, me what I'm doing yeah. wrong. If I'm doing something wrong, you tell me so I can get right. this fixed. What do we say all the time? Where's the sin in our life, Lord? Yeah, that exactly. this has happened to us. Right. You and I have both said that. Yeah. Where's the sin in our life? And probably that that moment, the Lord's like. Right there. <laughs> you were fine yeah. up until that. <laughs> we're good. But when you yeah. said that, now now you've got a problem. Because you know what that means? It's the big T word. Oh, gosh. What's the T word? Trust. Oh. What oh, we're actually Anna. saying is we don't trust you, Lord. Oh, man. Because if you really... spanked over here. If you really saw and saw what I was going through, you wouldn't allow that. Right. But because you're allowing me to go through it, obviously... There's no trust. I don't yeah. trust you. Or love. Yeah. You must not. Oh, I I've, I've, might, have, might have had a terrible meltdown and accused the Lord of that one a few times, too. Oh, me, too. You me, know, too. I have grown up meltdowns. Me, too. Now, it's hard to We are not above this, mm-hmm. ladies. And if you say that you are, I'm going to call you a fibber. Yeah. I, I have a little niece who'll have meltdowns, and, you know, her, you know, her mama talks to me about it, and, and I'm like, look, I'm... Don't I'm you gonna, talk like that about that little angel? I've never seen her meltdown. Oh yeah, me neither. But <laughs> but I'd look at the mama and go, "Well, I have adult meltdowns, right?" <laughs> Ray's yeah, learned how, Ray's learned how to to deal with my meltdowns. Most of the time, he just looks at me and go, "Don't you dare start mo- snowballing! Don't snowball!" I don't know why it works. How you many know it does? <laughs> how many times, Anna, have you and I had to take each other? Outside for yep. a walk. Because we're about to have a meltdown. Yeah. yeah. Many, many t- mm-hmm. ladies, y'all don't even know. Exactly. So what we're trying to say is we get, this is what we're trying to say. Yeah, we make mistakes. We learn through our mistakes. Sometimes we feel alone in our service, even though we're not alone. Sometimes we make ourselves alone because we put ourselves there. Right. No, don't help me. That's true. Yeah, don't help me. You know. Um, I don't need your help. I got right. this. I mean, we all. This ain't your mess. It's mm-hmm. mine. 
I got to do this all just me and the Lord. I've heard that so many just oh, yeah. me and the Lord. You know what? The Lord is there, but He also what's that? Iron sharpens iron. We are supposed to hold. Help each other. Relationship. He created yeah. us for relationship, not for soloness. No, nope, he never created us to be alone. Because he goes, "I'm, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're, um, I will never leave you for forsake you." Mm-hmm. He said, "I will never leave you alone." It doesn't mean he doesn't put other people in your life because he does. Yes, he does. Now that doesn't mean you shouldn't do your quiet time with right, the Lord. Right, you do. This need is that different. Time. We are there to help each other, keep each other sane, accountable in prayer, pray over each other, pray with each other. That is what our job is. And here, here's the question for this one for the ladies to think about. You ready? And if we're honest with ourselves, do we put ourselves in a lonely spot because we want sympathy? We want the glory. We want people to see us instead of the Lord. Sounds like a victim to me. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a strong worshiping woman. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. No, it does. It sounds instead. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a victim instead of being mm-hmm. victorious in Jesus. Right. Because we're supposed. Our victory is in Jesus. Amen. We're no longer a victim. Mm-hmm. We once were, but no longer. And if we're still a victim, we have broken heart issues that mm-hmm. we need to discuss. Because right. Jesus said we came to heal the brokenhearted, mm-hmm. so that we're not in bondage, so that we can have peace. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you and the Lord have to. Pr- you have to pray to the Lord about. You know, Lord, do I have a broken heart? And and he's going to say yes. Mm-hmm. And you're going to say, Lord, I need you to get me through this. And it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Joanna and I are speaking from experience. Uh, I The Lord started working right. on a broken heart. What does that work? I'm like, what are you doing, Lord? I'm trying now to Now is not the yeah, time. Really not to cry. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? So, Couldn't this have waited? <laughs> and it gets better. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Sonic real quick, grab something, and go sit in the parking lot, read my Bible, and see what the Lord's trying to say. I must have gotten three phone calls on my way to Sonic. I never get phone calls. Everything's trying to stop it. And I finally get there and I open my Bible and he takes me to this passage and it says, you are beloved. And I just melted down and cried because <laughs> the Lord was trying to show me something. Right. And so ladies, it does hurt. But once you get through that, it's like ripping off a bandaid. Yeah. Once you get that rip off, you're like, oh, I feel better. You know, and so circling back to the not being alone, I'm I'm going through one of the hardest journeys I've ever had in my life, and I'm having to quarantine because of it. Um, therefore, I'm not able to uh, go to the normal church time that the fellowship with y'all. I'm not able to go to prayer. Um, prayer is no longer even at my house. I'm missing conferences and Bible studies um, because of I'm having to quarantine for this specific issue. But that has not stopped me from being involved. Right. Um, y'all taped church for me. I'm yes. so grateful for that. It has helped tremendously. And um, I'm still on all we the prayer chains. And and, yeah. And I'm, I'm, y'all are praying with you. I'm telling you sometimes daily, okay, here's the new thing that's going on in this particular journey. Um, because the journey is not about me. It's about someone else, but I'm involved. And so, um, and I even got my disinfectant spray out today. I so appreciate I sprayed that. everything <laughs> down before she came over to sit and cross for me, which is one of the first places I've been in months. Yes. <laughs> um, but you know, so being, doing everything what I'm trying to say is there is a difference in um, how you perceive things. Like at right now, I'm having to quarantine for this issue, but I am not quarantining alone. Right? Y'all right. are involved. Y'all are praying. I do drop-offs. Yeah, yes. And right. And so everybody's helping in the way that they can from a distance. Um, but that is completely different than saying, I don't need your help. I don't want you involved. 
I'm going to do this alone. No, no, no. We are not supposed right. to do it alone. Emily even offered to walk, crawl through the window to take care of the snake and crawl back out the window yes, for you. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, she did. I wanted to be there and I was going <laughs> to Or even walk the dogs in the back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yes, you know, and, and, and yes, y'all have dropped off staff and y'all have helped yeah. and y'all have taken over my duties at church. And then Emily and Hank, right? Emily and Hank moved. They yeah. wanted to anyway, so it was perfect timing. Move prayer to their, um, yeah, prayer to their house, and mm-hmm. we just worked together. And y'all are steadily praying, and exactly. I'm steadily involving y'all for prayer. And 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 it, y'all can't even imagine how much that has helped me through this particular journey. And again, that's where we are not doing it alone. I'm having to do it from right. a distance, but not alone. But not alone. Exactly. Big, big, huge difference. Exactly. You know, and there's a time and place for that. You know, yeah. when 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 you need to be a distant, you're distant, but you shouldn't be. It's just that there's a time and place for it. This right. is just the season. Yeah. Before too long, you'll be back to it's hugging temporary. everybody. Yeah. It's not. You know, and uh, my son was like, why didn't you go to the conference? I said, because I haven't seen anybody in a while. And I, because y'all just had a conference and it's the first one I've ever missed. Mm -hmm. And he's like, why didn't you go? And I said, because I haven't seen anybody in a while. And all I'm going to want to do is wrap my arms around them, vice versa. And I can't um, bring anything home while I've been quarantining all of this right. time. So not that y'all had anything, but, you know, we no. do have a little thing called COVID and, and COVID Delta. Oh, well, we, we got other stuff going on. Like, right. there's the a flu, na- there's a the nasty, cold. There's you a know? nasty upper respiratory infection going around. Right. You know, and I'm so diagnosing I, that for people. I'm like, oh, you got an upper respiratory infection. I got wills for this. And it worked. It did. I mean, yeah. my brother couldn't take antibiotics. So I gave him oils. And, Excellent. You yeah. know, so, you know, we just have to do what we need to do, but mm. we don't have to do it alone. No, no. And I'll tell you what, those ladies really stepped up. In fact, I had a vision and they made my vision come true and I didn't say a word. I love it. I know. It worked out beautifully. I love it. I prayed over y'all the whole time. I overbought snacks. We are still eating snacks at church. (laughs) It's okay. That's what we do, Anna. We always overbought. Except somebody told someone else, they're like, I don't know if I could come to y'all's church. Y'all got too many snacks. (laughs) And she's like, oh, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) This is not normal. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Anna overbought for the conference. My mind, everybody's going to eat two or three snacks. Every t- we Nobody always did. we always buy a, for the conference we always end up having it we normally have conferences for a minimum of two days and then we so we often do it the food on the Friday the food on the Saturday everybody used to come over to after church on Sunday yeah. eat it and then we'd eat it again on Tuesday yeah and that's just how we roll high five uh, yeah but I thought we were going to be do oh, we're just going to have little snacks. I thought, well, my, certainly people are going to get up, go get them a little something to eat, drink their coffee while they're listening. No, no. Everybody was glued. <laughs> Ate two or three snacks. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, like a snack pusher right now. You can't walk in our door without me going, hey, go get a snack. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Snack okay. okay. So okay. back to Let's Mary back. and Martha. So one of the things is, is Martha stopped looking at Jesus and she got more worried about how other people would see her than how Jesus would see her. She took her eyes off Jesus. She took her eyes off Jesus. And she got so concentrated on the work that it became work, Mm -hmm. not service. Very Mm -hmm. big difference. Mm -hmm. Work Mm -hmm. and service is different. And so she was no longer serving. She was working. And she took her eyes off of Jesus. Why she didn't gently approach Mary and say, hey, I need your help. Mm -hmm. Probably in my, and I I don't know Martha, but I know me. I don't because I think... You should see it and come help me. And and I used to, and this I'm is the not same a, way. This Why is should not I have to ask you? 
but I won't ask for help because in my mind, if you see a sink full of dirty dishes, go over there and clean it. That's how I do it. Oh, mm-hmm. you need, I, how many times have I been to somebody else's house and go and clean their dishes? Mm-hmm. They, you know. Raising my hand. Yeah. Every you know. prayer. That was your job. Yeah. You loved it. That was my job. I'm still trying to do it. I don't know if you loved it, place. but you did it. Oh, no. Well, I don't mind. To me, that's, um, for me, it's when I get nervous, especially if there's a lot of people. Something to do. That's, um. Oh, I know. It's a sense of normalcy. Yeah. out of the way numerous it's times. It's a sense of normalcy for me. Okay. And I can handle this extra stress of people around me if I'm doing something that's normal, like dishes. Yeah. And I was where I did that too when we were doing a mission trip with the kids. I did the dishes and did all the kitchen. I should have had the kids help me. It would have been a great thing for them. But I was so scared and nervous that being, doing the dishes by myself helped me cope. Got it. Yeah. I'm, I am, I'm, I'm not a... Um, I am a recovering introvert. And I say that because God doesn't talk about introverts and extroverts. He just talks about doing service. Yeah. Being an introvert is not an excuse. Well, you kind of don't have a chance when mm-hmm. your best friend is yes. an absolute non, yes. non-introvert non in any sense of the word. No, no, no. And definitely. But so I've had, so that's why I tell people I'm a recovering introvert because the Lord's not giving me a choice. And you married a social hide. butterfly beyond yes. belief. I don't know I what, did. what you were thinking. You know, Introvert, my parents like, you know what? My parents are like that. My mom is laid back, easygoing, quiet, gentle. My dad's a social butterfly. Totally is. She keeps him getting from getting in trouble mm-hmm, with too much mm-hmm. socializing, and he gets her out of the house. They're a <laughs> cute couple. I mean, they 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 blend. It works out. Good. They're adorable. I just They're. love them. So um so anyway so what I taught my son was is he would come in and like hey mom do you need some help do you not dare walk into my kitchen see the dishes see me cook it and then ask if I need help. Mm-hmm. So he, the next time he comes in and goes, so mom, what would you like me to do? I was so proud of him that I told him, that, never mind, I got this. <laughs> Literally defeated the purpose. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So that's probably what he asked from going forward because yeah. he just still didn't have to do anything. Well, it, later on, like. Um, he's we, no dummy. No, he's not. But we were cleaning one day and he, he's my cleaning buddy and we were cleaning the house and um, he did, he, he. He'd been cleaning for the church. It was one of his first jobs was cleaning for a church. And so after he got done, he goes, Mom, does this meet your expectation? Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, do I have an expectation? I don't know. I don't know how to answer that, son. Looks clean and healthy. (laughs) (laughs) But then later on, he goes, Mom, what else do you got to go do? And I'm like, well, I haven't cleaned the laundry room. He goes, I'll take care of it. Oh, you know, (laughs) tear my eye. But, okay, so back to what we're trying to say is Martha got so distracted, she wouldn't ask for help. Why? Maybe she should be perceived as weak, useless, pointless. I don't know. But for some reason, she chose to get uh, let it bother her and take her eyes off of Jesus and stop serving and just work. Right. So let's see how Jesus handles this in verse uh, Luke 10, verse 41 and 42. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. All right, we confirmed she was worried. He didn't say worried about what, but she was worried. But look how gentle Jesus was with her rebuke. He showed her so much love as he calmed her down. And he showed her he did care. We should appreciate a gentle rebuke. We should be gentle when we have to rebuke somebody. Remember our whole love lesson? You know, we shouldn't be happy about rebuking somebody, but in humility and in gentleness, we should correct. Um, sometimes we do mean to be firm, sometimes firm and gentle. 
You know, um, sometimes a mom's look will speak louder than her voice. The look of the mom. Yeah, sometimes it works on other kids. I've right. other kids. I'm like, I look at there, I turn around, you know, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, you know. Um, you know, over these all these years, Ray has really learned how to calm me down when I get worried and troubled like that, when mm-hmm. I'm getting too busy and things are going. I've seen him. Yeah, he'll come over there and he'll either touch my shoulder, touch my neck, and it just calms me down, you know. And so basically, um, you know, when Jesus was, you know, talking to her, it'll, it'll, he was saying, Martha, it's going to be okay. You know, it's going to be okay. And, and he rebuked her saying, look, you know, basically he said, you took your eyes off me. All we needed was one thing, you know, a pot of stew would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, some bread and a little bit of mutton would have been just fine. Right. She didn't have to overdo it. Mm-hmm. When we overdo it, what are we really saying? It's all about us. We say, look at me. Mm-hmm. What she was actually doing was taking people from looking at Jesus and looking at her. I don't right. think she did it on purpose. It's an accident. We all do it. It's not on purpose, not intentional. Mm-hmm. But we do have a tendency to do that. So I want to do a, before I talk about worry and trouble, because I think we all know that one, I do want to do a little lesson here for married people. Pay attention to your spouse, your child, your friend. So it's not just married, but your child, a friend. Get to know how they are. You know, um, we live in a world that doesn't want to, doesn't want to build relationships, and you can see that when you're watching TVs, you listen to music, you, you certain movies, you're not building relationships. They're not talking really together. They talk at each other. They yell at each other. You know, that's what, I mean, we always had dinner time with the family and talked. And people aren't doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. They're too busy and too in a hurry. So I want to challenge the ladies to really work on relationships with people around them. Start with the easy ones. And work your way up with the ones that are a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about inappropriate relationships. I'm talking about good, healthy relationships. Yeah. If you're trying to build a relationship with somebody who's abusive or speaks incorrectly, back up. I'm not asking you to right. get abused. I'm asking you to build your relationships with those you can around you. Um, because that's, I mean, like I said, you watch a world. It, everything is non-committal relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, you rarely watch TV or any movies now. Do you ever pay attention to ads and see if they got a wedding ring or not? No, no. I don't see as much wedding rings anymore in the TV ads. Non-committed relationships. Interesting. Now I will notice every single time. Pay attention to wedding rings. It got brought to me because there was a uh, Uncle Ben's Rice Microwave. They had some pretty um, inappropriate ads. Oh. Um, It's rice. Because it was steamy. Oh. So they would have steamy couple in the kitchen. Oh. And this one lady was like, I don't understand why people are getting bent out of shape. They've got wedding rings on. They're married. And I'm like, wait, what? So I started paying attention to wedding rings. Oh, how funny. In ads and everything. Are you pulling it up? No. Um, sorry. Oh. Our, our, our producer was sending me a message. Oh, is he here? The dogs are going crazy. No, when he does, he said, when he gets here, I have to put the pause button. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So do we know uh, where the pause button is? Yeah. Yeah. That one right there. We told y'all ladies we were real. Okay. (laughs) We are not in professionalism here. Oh, that's right. Because he's coming home home with his new present. We got to see it. Yeah. His new pulpit. Um, Sweet. Yeah. So let's talk about the two uh, words that we see all the time. Worried and troubled. How about let's not? How about we do? Okay. Because what does worry and trouble mean? This will be fun. 
Worry plus trouble equals non-trust. Am I right? Of the Lord, yes. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. agree. I agree. Worry means... Because he, he says, mm-hmm. don't worry. Exactly. Don't be anxious. Exactly. He's got this. Don't fear. Right. Do we really believe that he's got this? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So when we're worried and troubled, like you just said, do we really believe that? And yet, some of us do it anyway. Exactly. I'm raising some my hands. Some of it's because here. we're conditioned. Yeah. And like I said, watch the movies, watch TV. They condition you to worry and trouble. Yeah. They tell you how to worry on ads. Oh, I'm worried how I'm going to make my next car payment. Or I'm worried about this. And, oh, well, we have the solution for you. So they want you to worry and be upset because they have the solution. They wouldn't be in business if you weren't worried and upset. You know. Agreed. Look at most of the uh, pharmaceutical ads. I was going to say all the medicine. Mm-hmm. Almost every one of them is about the uh, um, um, depression and this yeah. and that. Because we're worried and troubled. Right. Because worried means to be concerned or anxious. Um, so like I said, was she worried about looking like a bad hostess? Was she worried that she wasn't going to please Jesus? Satan will tell you that. You're not good enough. You're not pleasing Jesus. So then we start worrying that we're not doing, doing good enough. Right. Um, troubled means upset, distressed. Um, she was troubled because her sister wasn't helping. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it was very upsetting when you feel like you're the only one who cares and doing the work. Or maybe she was envious because her sister was sitting at Jesus' feet while she was serving. I mean, never mind. She chose to serve. Like I said, she could have had a pot of soup ready and go, hey, right. hey, everyone, um, in the kitchen, there's some soup, there's some bread, yourself. there's some water, help yourself, make yourself at home, sit down. Right. You know, and that would have been fine too. Um, but notice the problem wasn't Mary. The problem was Martha herself. Mm-hmm. We like to blame other people for our sure. problems. Too many times uh, I, I meet women, and you have to, they want to blame somebody else. They don't want to fix themselves, Mm-mm. especially when it comes to the husband. Well, Mm-mm. my husband, I can't fix your husband, but I can help you. Right. And we can pray for your husband and I'll pray in unity with you. Right. But we got to work on you first. I have yet to have somebody agree and say, you're right. I need to stop that. And let's work on me. I haven't had one yet. Have you? No. Okay. No. And I've been doing uh minister. I don't know the right word ministering, I guess. It's not counseling because I'm not a counselor, but uh, for probably over 10 years now. And and one of the very first things, I first thing I do is I hear their story. Mm-hmm. Second thing I do is I give them a list of things that we're going to start working on about them. Yep. Do they like that? No, most women don't want to chat, a second chat. There are a few who do want a second chat. Right. And then we move forward. Um, but most women are like, I don't have a good reply about it. Yeah. It doesn't go well after that, Mm-mm. but that's not on me. That's on them. Exactly. You know? So, ladies, we're here to help you. We want to help you and, and help you where you struggle. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and you know what? When we mess up, we need to own it. Right. You know, and ask the Lord to change us. Because here's the thing. The Lord is telling you something. He's not telling you to go change someone else. No. He's talking. You can't. To you. Exactly. You don't know what he's telling that other person. Exactly. But that's not your business. Nope. And you know what? Your business with the Lord is your business. And you may not see any changes in your husband yet or a child, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you know, or a coworker or a coworker or something. Because you, because I did that. I used to pray for a coworker. Finally, mm-hmm. the Lord's like, um, this is when you pray for you, right. not them. Because it's you who's messed up. Right. Not well, him. We don't want to see our own mess. No. It's so no. it's very painful. It is. It really truly is. I mean, we're not dogging if you don't want to pay attention. Right. 
because it's very, very painful to look at yourself. Exactly. You know, no, because then bad feelings come up. Your mm-hmm. past comes bad up. Bad memories come up. Yeah. F- memories that you've been trying to suppress. Who signs up for that? No, no, not, no. But, but, but Jesus. Jesus says, look, I'm not going to leave you alone. If you, when you yeah. do this, I'm going to walk through it with you. Yeah. And we're going to take that bad stuff and we're going to remove it. I'm not saying that he makes you forget it. He might. He may not. But what he says is you'll see it differently. Right. Sometimes you'll see it as a way to help other people. Yeah, this mm-hmm. happened in my life, but this is where I am now. It's not a painful thing anymore. It's exactly. not one that destroys your life. It's right. now one that helps others, including yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, what Jesus was telling Martha is Matthew six thirty three. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. He was trying to tell her nicely, look, you need to seek the kingdom first, you know, Pottersfield would have been just fine, Mm -hmm. you know. But here's the neat thing. What did Mary do when Martha was accusing? I mean, apparently Martha was loud. I don't think she whispered that to Jesus. I'm I'm not seeing her whispering that part to Jesus. So how did Mary react when Martha goes, you know, Lord, you don't care. She's not helping me. I don't actually see her react at all. No, she doesn't do anything. She lets Jesus handle it. Mm -hmm. I want to be that way. Mm -hmm. She had a quiet, gentle spirit. Again, I can just imagine her sitting up sitting at the feet of Jesus, just looking up with a pleading yes. eyes going, uh, help little me. help. Yeah. And you know what? And Do that, something, Lord, because I'm not moving. And I see Mary showing a very much deep love for her sister, Martha. Yeah. She knew her sister. She grew up with her. Sure. You know, and what she they said. They lived together. Exactly. So she didn't fight back. That was yeah. very loving of her not to fight back. She stayed kind and she didn't defend herself. She yeah. let the Lord do it. Right. You know. Um, he can defend us better than we can defend ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. So what we're going to do is we're going to, so we've met Mary and Martha. We now know Martha is very serving orientated, but her serving sometimes works get in the way of her serving. She has a serving heart. She just, it gets in the way. Sometimes her work gets in the way because she's worried about how people will perceive her. And we've seen how Mary. Oh, wow. We don't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mary's over there sitting at Jesus's feet mm-hmm. and, and she stays quiet and she stays gentle and she just lets it play out and let the Lord take care of everything. How many times would everything end faster if we would just quit, be quiet and let the Lord take care of it and not cause a ruckus? Exactly. I mean, the, the ruckus is what takes all the time. The, the Lord's been really working on me that because of, you know, all the port issues and container issues and this and that issues at your and job is at, yeah, at my job. And so I've had a, um, a uh, piece of equipment that's been stuck for like months. And the, I, I, the Lord has really helped me not be worried about it or anxious. And because there's nothing I can do. Nothing. Nothing. There's no amount of calling, emailing. There's no, there's no, there's no higher being who, not higher being, the Lord can do anything. That's not one that higher upper person that right. can make a difference. It, we had to go through the process. And because of this and that, that was, there was some error and did I get mad? Did I get angry? Nope. The Lord kept me calm and go, okay, all right. Well, thank you for telling me what happened. Um, what are we going to do? This is what we're going to do, but this is how we have to wait. Okay. You know, don't think, no. Did I often go, Lord, please on my shipment. I need my shipment. <laughs> and, um, and it finally got resolved uh, the other day. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you, thank Lord. You. And it, and then the bad part was it could have been solved like months ago, but somebody else didn't do their job, but that's okay. 
That's not on you. Nope, it's not on me, but it's... It's a life lesson for anything. Exactly. I'm not angry. I'm not upset. I'm not writing any letters. It is what it is. At least I'm getting my stuff. Don't own somebody else's mess as your own. You got enough on your own plate. You got your own list. Yes. And there is, and I do, I am so guilty of that because something will happen. I'll be like, I'm sorry, I should have done this. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, it's not even your job. Wow. Why are you owning somebody else's? Yeah. You know, but, you know, part of it is when you're a part of a team, you take your team's, you take your team. You know, when you're a part of a team, sometimes the other person does mess up. You just take it. You know, you hurt together. That's different. Being yes. a team, you hurt yes. together. You cry together. You rejoice yeah. together. And if somebody celebrate makes, together, yeah. And if somebody makes a mistake, you pull up that part. Right. You know, just like Abigail, her husband made that mis- You know, her husband did something stupid. Mm-hmm. What does she say? Let the iniquity be on me. I'll right. take the. I'll take it. Let it be on me. You know, we're a team. Ish. Ish. <laughs> He's not doing his part, but you know no. what? This is my family. But she was right. looking at the big picture. This is yeah. my family. I've got my servants. I got to protect everybody. Right. So let it be on me so I can keep them safe. Right. And sometimes that's how it is. Oh, I, I screwed up. Maybe I didn't really, but I'll take it because I know how to fix it. Right. And, and usually what I found <laughs> out is if you own the mistake and you tell them how you're going to fix it, nobody really gets mad. Right. You know. If there's a solution. Exactly. Okay. So we're going to go to the next part of Mary and Martha. Now that we've introduced, we've met Mary and Martha and we understand who they are, we're going to see how the Lord's going to use them. If people hadn't seen, I think most people are familiar with Mary and Martha and their brother Lazarus. I think everybody knows. I don't think this is going to be a shocker for too many people. If it is, I'm sorry for the spoiler alert. Read the story. It's fabulous. But if people didn't see a dead man rise, how would they believe that Jesus was going to raise from the dead? That is a spoiler alert. Go for it. All right. So we took a uh, brief pause and we're getting back to what we were talking about. And that is spoiler alert. <laughs> if people hadn't seen with their own eyes, a man raising from the dead, how would they believe that Jesus raised from the dead? So Jesus had to do a very important work. And he chose his friends to work through, even though it was painful. Sometimes he works through us. He does. Even when it's painful. And I will, I will share a testimony in a little bit about that. Because I had never felt so much closer to Mary and Martha during that time. So, um, like I said, I'll, I'll share that a little bit. But we're going to go move down to the book of John. And we're going to start at verse 11. Now, a certain man was sick. Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Now, let's let's not confuse the other woman who had broken out the jar on his head and cried. I don't think she broke the jar on her head, but she had cried at his feet and wiped her hair on his feet. That's not the same woman. That woman was so overwhelmed with the forgiveness that she had found that her emotions did this. This is this Mary. She was anointing the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, but it's not that same woman. Different one. Different one. So let's hit, look how Mary is identified again. You know, the first time we met Mary, she was identified as the, as sitting at Jesus's feet. Now she's being identified as the one who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair. We're going to see some more details in just a little bit when we visit Mark, but what does that tell you? 
when you wipe somebody's feet with their hair? Because I figured you're the best person to ask. Which would never happen. But um, so like back in that day, in, it was the custom because they walked around with just sandals yes. to clean somebody's feet when yes. they walked into your home mm-hmm. as a sign of uh, welcome. And yeah, we're going to see that a little bit later too. But yeah, yeah, right. keep going. And so, so when she does that, it's, um, I don't, I don't even know. H- how do you answer that question? I'm going to take a guess. Because it's not written in the Bible, and I don't see anything about customs. But how more personal can you get with your hair? And the women's hair, in in, in a scripture that talks about the woman's hair being a crown of glory. She was trying to glorify the Lord with her own hair. Right. Because she wanted to, how much of a better relationship than if you got down? I mean, how far do you have to get down to get your hair to reach the feet? Mm -hmm. Granted, some people are further than others. But she was, she was bowed so low that her hair was wiping his feet. That's how far she. That's how far she humbled herself and bowed to him. Can we do that? Get so humbled that we would, our hair would teach touch his feet to where we could wipe his feet with our hair. Actually, yes, not in real life, but I mean, not it physically, but we can be mm-hmm. so humble. Yes. Um, that we are just in an emotional state with the Lord. Exactly. It, for, I don't really know how to explain that, but there is a way to be so humble and so uh, reverent to the Lord. Exactly. You know, and, and we, we do that in worship and exactly. prayer. Exactly. And exactly. our one-on-ones with the Lord. for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.